love to talk about starting and life it just seems so fresh and bursting with energy you know when you start and our dreams they are so inspiring and especially if you've been listening to those dreams for quite some time from the voice of the Lord oh, so inspiring he makes them so alive and so real inside of us. They fill your heart and at times, oh my goodness, they challenge your heart. I'm sharing this journey with you today to encourage your heart in a supernatural way. I guarantee you will love it. Yes, I guarantee you will love it. I'm so excited to share this with you today. Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Yes, his thoughts towards us constantly, constantly towards us. Today, I'm going to share with you seven steps up a ladder to support you casting your net on the right side of the boat. <laughs> yep, on the right side of the boat. I know, I know. I hear you. I, too, struggle with promises that have been delayed. Can, can I, I'm going to say that again. I know I struggle with promises that have been delayed. So together we're going to pull, pull this whole thing apart today and make some sense of it and finally move forward. And we're going to cast the net again. You're gonna love it. I just know you're gonna love it. I love it. I'm just so blessed to have the opportunity to share it with you. Welcome, welcome. This is Intentional Now podcast, an engaging workshop discussion on change, purpose, and redefining what we say yes to. And hello, I am Kristen Wombeck. I am your hostess. I am a spiritual entrepreneur. I'm chasing bold dreams. This is a bold dream here today. I'm doing the work. I'm asking some really big questions and getting life done done? Well, the life that we are meant to live. Are you ready to do this? Good. I'm glad you are. So just a little heads up today. This is going to be a two-part episode. So when I say it's big, it's huge, drum roll, please. It is a two-parter. So get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Okay. So when it's two parts, this gives each of us a few days, including myself, to process the process, to take the thoughts, the message, the words, what I'm saying here, and we will touch, we will be touched, our hearts will be touched, our hearts will be encouraged. Yes, they are going to be so encouraged. I'm just bubbling and bursting with my excitement to share this with you here today. Thank you so much for spending your time here with me today. Your considerations and your concerns are always present in my heart. 
Mm-hmm. They are present in my heart. I have an invitation for you. I invite you to participate as a patron through a subscription which allows and supports this podcast. You know, it really helps me. It encourages me. And I thank you to my patrons. There are so many bonuses when you subscribe as a patron. You can find the button right there in the, the side toolbar there. And also, I want to make mention again to you, Coaching for Life. It's an online coaching program that, of course, features yours truly. And for those of you who want to walk side by side with me, it just blesses me. It just blesses me. Yeah, to have you there, it blesses me. When you check in with Intentional Now podcasts, when you check in on social media, it is absolutely wonderful. So I invite you. And you know what else blesses me? Hey, if you would write a wonderful five-star review, invite your friends to the bod- podcast, send them the link. Ah, I couldn't thank you enough. That would just be wonderful. I always want to hear what my listeners are thinking about and the questions you are asking. Okay? <laughs> Breathe in, breathe out. I do that every time. Yeah. (laughs) I just kind of got to get in the gear, get in the role, get in the conversation, get in the listening and the relaxing. I know I can see you with your headphones on. You're either driving or you're doing uh, chores around the house. But I just see you there listening and thinking. And I just want you to know that I hear you. And I appreciate that we get to spend this time together. So welcome and welcome again. So let me recap here the discovery series this far. We have several of them. So I'm going to highlight them. So in this series, we started with a foundation. And I encourage you to listen to every single one of the episodes. They're easy to recognize here in the last um, couple of months, easy to see. It says Discovery Series on it. And I also, I introduced a collection of best-selling Christian books into our discussion. And I have all those links. Remember, the links are always at the bottom of the episode description. And the reason why I brought those books into the conversation, because we're looking at them from a journey of transformation. Okay? And then I'm inviting you to bring along your assignment and walk with me. When I say assignment, what does the Lord have on your heart that's just burning? That assignment. This is my assignment. I have an assignment that I am diligently moving into. And this story today and this encounter today talks about that. So when you bring your heart, your dreams, your assignment together... It is so important that we partner. And today we're part, it's a partnering episode and we will come out victorious. We also talk a lot and more and more about redemption, redemptive gifts in operation. See Romans 12. We will, we talked about a train. What happens when there is a train or a wall that stops you from forward movement? That is an activation episode. And also the art of winning, knowing yourself, knowing your enemy. Let's just get that part done, okay? And then your game plan does not 
live in the comfort zone. Nope, we're not talking about the comfort zone here. We are talking about serious faith, forward moving lovers of Jesus Christ, right? And then last week uh, in episode 53, it was called I'm Curious. And I share a touching testimonial of healing my brain. And I also left a prayer there. I prayed for you, prayed for people who suffered from migraine headaches. It's absolutely wonderful. If that just rings a bell for you, you just jump in there, listen to the episode, but I invite you to listen to all of them. We are moving in a journey together. Yep, we're going somewhere together. So remember, the real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. That is a wonderful quote from Marcel Proust. Yeah, having new eyes, right? So let's talk today, and I'm, I'm just kind of highlighting here. Let's look at a practical view regarding discovery. We're talking about discovering of self, discovering of God, discovering of mysteries and hidden things, discovering of business, entrepreneurial dreams, discovery of problem solving. It's just wide open. And with that, I'm going to share you with you a story from the unfinished book. And if you want to learn from my journey in the unfinished book, from my struggles, my strengths, I encourage you to pick up a copy today and I guarantee that you will find answers and a powerful testimony to add to your life and your faith. And I've left that link below for you. You can get it directly on Amazon or any on your online stores or you can buy it directly from me. And that means I get to sign it and send it to you. Isn't that awesome? Okay. So today I am going to be talking about in chapter eight, invulnerable focus. Now I have gone all the way through my episodes, lots of episodes prior. I actually worked through, that was season two. We're in season three. I worked through the unfinished book together with you. It's kind of like reading in between the lines, like what is going on and just extra help. What have changed? What are you saying there, Kristen? Totally have it all there. You will enjoy it. Just go back. It is a wealth of information with activations. Also, you can find this particular episode in full in episode 22. So just make a note of that, which shares more of the story with listeners. But I'm just taking a little portion out of chapter eight, Vulnerable Focus, today to highlight it with you again today. Okay, so today's takeaways in this, a two-part episode. Today we are on before and then next week it'll be after. So after, before and after casting our net. Seven steps on the ladder. Remembering where you have come from. Having new eyes. Discovering a faith before. Yes, before. And discovering your faith after. A signpost of procrastination. I heard you squeak. (laughs) Casting your net again 
and believing in the one who has breakfast waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm just inviting you to read along with me. Okay, and I'm going to have to break out of it because I'm not reading it all, just portions of it. Let me get my little light out here so I can read it with you. Okay, so we are returning to a heavenly scene inside the inner library. So this is a spiritual encounter that I had, that I had actually while I was writing the unfinished book. So it was live and written all at the same time. So turn your imagination on, rest in it. I have a really awesome revelation to share with you from this. It's going to totally bless you. (laughs) Okay. Returning to the heavenly scene inside the library. I am sitting on a quaint woman's chair surrounded by a perfect environment that speaks my language. Yes. Questioning. Hmm. As much Pressing in and encountering and digging and touching and feeling in the kingdom, that's experiencing heaven, what I have on my time card. I am face to face, squarely believing what eternity says about me. Yep, what eternity says about me. I was frozen. I stayed in this perfect room. It was perfect. A perfect room. Huh. Because I knew I was right smack in God's will. Timing? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe I didn't want it bad enough. What do you mean? Oh. Well, if I looked at it from today or from when I wrote it or when we're talking about today, we do ask ourselves that question, don't we? Maybe I don't want it bad enough. I can help you with that. Let's move on. So, the writing journey, investing the time, dedication, and work, some 30,000 plus words means more to me than the first encountered when I encountered this room. So that's where I am here. I've written 30,000 words. I'm just next to halfway. And I'm in this lovely room. It had um, like chintz floral on the chair. And I had bookshelves. And it was very Victorian because that is just the cat's meow to me. So, boy, we are touching some emotional DNA right now. So can you imagine deep inside of the kingdom of heaven you In you, your internal library, it would be like your favorite place to meet with Jesus. It's not the garden of your heart. It could be. (laughs) It's an inner library. And when I say library, there are records and books on the shelves. Okay? So when looking at this, I'm looking here. I am about halfway through writing the unfinished book. And I'm looking at this signpost of procrastination. Um, I know. We got to take a hard stop here, right? 
a signpost of procrastination. Yep. So we can pick this apart. I've got three ways to pick it apart. Why is fear having a heyday on my behalf? And who is the pro behind procrastination, you know? Who who is that behind that, all that, that pro behind procrastination? And let's employ the blood of Jesus and kick this thing, its structures, its devices, right? That's what we're going to do. So why is false evidence appearing real? That's fear. I'm talking about procrastination here. I told you we were going to kick after this thing. Anytime we step out in faith to engage the person we are meant to be, who we are meant to be, who God created us to be, our own evaluation can be brutal. Mm-hmm. That's something fear can do. It can We can evaluate ourselves and be afraid of it. We might even ask ourselves, what if I fail? You can't fail if you never start. So failure does have a merit of bravery. That means you're moving. (laughs) So we also, we may have to learn a new skill. Yeah, moving forward, getting over procrastination. Sometimes it involves learning a new skill. Development of a series of rebirths. Yeah, a new skill. A development is a series of new rebirths. Maria Montessori. Mm -hmm. Consider learning a series of rebirths. Or we adapt our schedule and prioritize life. This is nothing new that I'm sharing. We have all heard this before about procrastination. And the best tool you can pick up is asking for help. Mm -hmm. Yep. And here I am as a coach. I invite you to consider. I have to put that in there. This is what I do. This is why I talk to you on these podcasts. This is why I offer these courses for you, right? To consider coaching for life because everybody needs a cheerleader in the backseat, especially a coach that knows who's riding shotgun. Amen. (laughs) Don't you love that? Fear is spiritual. Okay, so continuing on with this procrastination thing, who is the pro behind procrastination? Are you the pro? Hmm. Meaning, do I need to step out of the way of myself? Readjust my pride? Hmm. Realize that going back to kindergarten we all need a refresher course or learning to learn in teamwork and asking for help, you know, holding hands when you cross the street. Mm-hmm. Or, hmm, is the enemy the pro of procrastination? Or so he thinks in your thinking that you have this. Oh, you can start Monday. Oh, that's okay. Next week is fine. You deserve to relax. Nobody knows anyway. Nobody knows you from Adam. It just doesn't matter. Or this is so, this is way over your head, 
right? Any of those kind of sound familiar or right? Well, we know who the pro of that procrastination is, right? And remember what I left off with in the book. Hmm? It says here, when looking at the signpost of procrastination, hmm, what happens if it's supposed to be a life source? Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking at. So I look at every time. That's what I was looking at when I wrote the book. That's what we're looking at today. What happens if what we procrastinate, if we entertain procrastination, if that is supposed to be a life source that God has called us to. You know, ideas without action aren't ideas. They're regrets. Mm -hmm. That's a quote from Steve Jobs. I'm going to say that again. Ideas without actions aren't ideas. They are regrets. Okay, so you ready? Let's employ the blood of Jesus. This is an activation, okay? I'm going to pray, and you can pray along with me because we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. It has no place in our life. Okay. Nothing that happens in time could possibly intercept this act of God's redemption genius. That's when Jesus, he said on the cross from Psalms 31.5, Into your hand I commit my spirit. God's redemptive genius. Only possible way we can delay the glory that follows the cross is by underestimating what happened there when Jesus died and cried. It's finished. Mm -hmm. So we're employing the blood today. Father God, you are a powerful resource in my life. You gave Jesus complete judgment of all things. He doesn't stand as a middleman between you and me on behalf of my struggles with procrastination. He is you in the flesh. From his seat as my Lord on the inside of me, the kingdom of heaven on the inside of me, I give Jesus dominion to remove every argument, every accusation, iniquity from the root system of Adam to today. I renounce every shred of evidence Jesus died as me on behalf of me every shred of evidence. I ask Holy Spirit to remove every structure or remains that has hindered me walking out my destiny in confidence with you. I employ the cleansing of your blood to wash my DNA. I ask that the angels of God assigned for my well-being to remove every device left by the enemy. And I ask for forgiveness for the times I acted against you and your goodwill for my life. 
Hebrews 10.7, Then I said, I read in your book what you wrote about me. So here I am. I have come to fulfill my destiny, which is my life source. In Jesus' name, amen. Right? Hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Ooh, I can feel that. That's good. In Jesus' name, amen. So be it. <laughs> so, we're going to step back into our story in the inner library. But let's invite somebody else into our story. Mm -hmm. I know that you can relate with him as much as I do. So let's invite Peter. You could say we are inviting Peter from the cloud of witnesses. So Peter, proud, headstrong, passionate, capable. He's been a fisherman forever. Knows all there is to know about fishing. He is fear of the unknown or outside his comfort zone, outside his trade, caused him to deny the Lord. But today, that isn't enough for what God has called him to do. It isn't enough. Us being afraid isn't enough for what God has called you to. It wasn't enough for me yesterday while writing and now sharing from my inner library. Now, can you imagine ourselves in the scene and how hard it was to believe, to simply have faith in the unseen? So let's trade our doubt and unbelief for belief. I noticed just moments before, it's hidden in the front pocket of my spiritual jeans, this little snuff box inside the pocket in the muslin lining. It's kind of bunched up and resting in the bend of my thigh. And I retrieved it like a kid putting marbles from their pocket. Again, how do you know these things in the spirit? Ah, you just know them. So I give Jesus the tiny box and simultaneously from way up high on a shelf, a book mysteriously slips forward. Who pulled it forward? Yeah, I'm in that divine, it's a library. Who pulled it forward? But it was a divine reflex, a booby trapped secret. Yep, right there in heaven. Give and receive moment of truth. Pause and breathe. Another door to pass through. <laughs> I reached up and I grabbed the book. The room shifted by the secret latch of taking it off the shelf. Like this whole place is totally um, booby trapped here. <laughs> it's like it's weight tripped, right? So I pulled it off the shelf and one thing counteracted the next. So the book, hmm, it's about medium size. It's distressed brown leather with a buckle and a small gold lock. Then all of a sudden, a wrought iron spiral staircase 
appeared just next to Jesus. We are in the inner library, okay? And this spiral staircase is leading upwards through the glass-paned ceiling. Mm -hmm. I tuck the book like an experienced explorer in the back waist of my pants. I pulled my white shirt over the top and made my way to ascend the staircase. Jesus is my point man. Mm-hmm. He rounded when we climbed up the stair rungs of DNA. So when you see um, spiral, it refers to DNA in the spirit. So up the spiral staircase with Jesus, and he was leading the way. And we were rising as the room below us faded. I effortlessly passed through the glass ceiling light. I squeezed past Jesus's bare feet that were dangling down from seated on the spiritual seating. He was seated now on that glass ceiling mm-hmm. and standing on the last rung of the ladder, I popped my head above into the realm. Reminds me of like a seal bobbing on the ocean, checking out the sea topside. Daft scene. Hmm. Who can understand that? I don't know. I don't know. It was just daft, right? So think about it. Jesus is seated there. We went through a glass ceiling. And when I popped my head up there and looked around, I all of a sudden realized it's a huge clock face. His feet are still dangling into the inner library. Hmm. I guess you could say that's the epitome of the saying. One's person's ceiling is another person's floor. Hmm. So I lift myself up and I have a seat on the face of time. Jesus says, hmm, let me see your book. So I pull it out of its traveling state and I hand him the small journal size manual and I wait on pins and needles. Of course, he is the key. You know, Jesus is the key and he's the one who opens the scrolls. So he's a key and the lock just snaps open in obedience to its holder. Jesus opens the book to what my spirit knows as page 93. Hmm. He turns the book into my view and he points to a particular line for me to read. And he hands me the book and I look and I see July 17th, 2017 completed. Hmm. 7, 17, 17. Written in red. <sighs> yep. There we have it. Hmm. Page 93. Opened it right up. And there you have it. So I'm going to hold you there in the inner library, right? So we walked up, we stuck our heads, and we sat on the face of time. And I opened up, which you can see is in my book here. And I opened it up to page 93, and I wrote down the date of 7-17-17. And I'm going to leave it right there, because when we go to the next episode, which is after. What happened after? 
We have more good stuff to run into here. And I will see you in the next episode. Okay? Thanks a lot for listening. Bye now.